Welcome to the Hangar Sale Podcast. My name is Pete Gilfillan. I'm always here with my business partner, Nat Truett, and we're all about helping people become better business people or just become business people. Good morning, Sean, our producer. How are you, man? Oh, I get to talk today. Wow. You get to talk today. Nat <laughs> is uh, on uh, sabbatical. So how are we doing today? We're doing good. We're, uh, right. Yes, right? So I got to tell you, um, I, I'm a little, I, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. You know why I'm done? No, why are you done, Pete? I, I am sick of the Chicago winners, right? So I've decided I need to become a snowbird. I, I just, I, I can't take this stuff anymore. All, all this snow, this cold, all the kind of stuff. I, I'm done. I, I'm, you know what? Matter of fact, I'm going to go to Florida a couple of weeks just to escape all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Crazy right. weather. Are you going to uh, take your kids with you or leave them behind? Oh, no, 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 no. They, I just, I, no. No, no. I thought only uh, old people go down to Florida, but uh, anyways, no. But yeah, we're uh, we're excited to get out of here for and uh, get away from the snow uh, after uh, all these snowstorms and this cold weather. So I'm super excited today. I have a very special guest, and he is changing the world and, and I think solving a need that is uh, can just can continue to grow. So today I'm I'm excited to have David Gia Cobo. Uh, with us. Good morning, David. Good morning, Pete. How are you today? Well, good, good. But I'm done with this cold weather. I, I, I just, uh, you know, I don't know about you, but uh, winters is just too much for me. Right. Yeah. Now this, this weather is crazy right now where I'm at. It's 50. It's going to be 20 tomorrow. So, uh, you know, just uh, it's insane, but kind of just Got to take it with it as it comes, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, David, you are the founder of One You Love Home Care. And, and I wanted to spend some time talking to you because I think you've built an incredible business model uh, in, in really about helping people that need assistance in their homes from mm-hmm. a standpoint. So, um, and, and I'm familiar with the service. My, my great aunt uh, who lives in Minnesota, I lived in uh, Illinois, you know, she, she needed extra help. I couldn't provide it for her. other people couldn't relatives. And so I had to hire somebody, but it was really hard to get somebody to help her. And, and so I, I know the need for it. And so my first question for you is, you know, um, how did you come up with the idea, one you love home care? Sure. So, so I've always been uh, in the senior care industry since 1991, and I kind of consider myself a little bit of an entrepreneur. Um, I start businesses from scratch. I used to build them up and, I, and then I would sell them off. And unfortunately, a personal tragedy with both of my grandparents has led me to where I am today. Um, and what had happened is my grandfather, we had placed him in a nursing home. And in a nursing home, they line you up, say 10, 12 individuals, and you sit in front of a nurse's station all day. Um, he was active. He wanted to get up. He wanted to walk around. But unfortunately, they decided they were going to restrain him and put him in a seatbelt. Oh. So unfortunately, the one day as he went to get up, stand up, go for a walk, he was restrained. The wheelchair flips. He fell with it. Unfortunately, he broke his neck and passed away right there on the spot. Oh. And that was only, unfortunately, the first part of the tragedy. Second part had to do with my grandmother, who was 93 years of age. And even to this day, I said she probably would have lived to be 100. Um, she was on no medicine, didn't suffer from dementia, Alzheimer's or anything like that. She was just aging. So we decided instead of putting her in a nursing home, we're going to make her live with my mother. And I hired just a local home care agency in the area to provide care just to give my mother a break throughout the week. And the only thing the caregiver wanted to do was watch Jerry Springer and text on the phone all day. 
And my grandmother was about five feet away from her on the commode. And as she's going to get up, caregiver wasn't even looking at her. Is down, texting on the phone, playing. My grandmother stands, loses her balance. She falls, commode falls on top of her. She breaks her hip, developed pneumonia, and died within three weeks. Oh. And, and that's when I said it kind of took me out of retirement. I've researched this business, and my main focus was basically to educate people on what they should expect from a home care agency and do yeah. it the right way. Yeah. That's my goal, and that's what I oh. do. Well, I'm so sorry to hear about uh, hear about your grandparents. It's just that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as, as we talk about this, though, this is going to be a growing issue for many people. I mean, when when I think about the, the demographics, isn't there like it's an incredible number of people turning 65 as we as we go forward. So tell me a little bit about uh, this this huge industry that that continues to explode. Yeah, the, the industry itself is, um, you know, it's over 10,000 10, people every day are turning over 65 years of age. And, you know, and even more of what's happening is back in the day before COVID even started, and this number is even higher, but AARP had did a, uh, a study and said that 89% of all Americans want to be in the privacy of their own home and age in their own home. And studies even show doing that for patients that have dementia and Alzheimer is definitely better for them instead of putting them into a new environment. You know, there's a lot of confusion going on and a lot of depression. And basically, it's it's their way of basically deteriorating and dying more rapidly and faster, unfortunately. So, uh, you know, but this business is definitely a business that's getting even stronger. And unfortunately, we all know we're dealing with COVID right now. Um, COVID even changed this dynamic even more because now... I have clients who are coming to me directly out of hospitals because they don't want to send their mother or father into rehab facilities or skilled nursing facilities because now they're being held hostage. I had clients calling me saying, you know, I know you guys are considered essential personnel. Can you send a caregiver in there to be my eyes and ears so that we can see what's going on with my mother or father? So, uh, you know, unfortunately, we're dealing with it from the pandemic side, but it definitely makes this business even stronger in the future as well. Yeah, sure. So the demographics are growing. And the best I can tell is that with the way in which so many people are turning 65 and uh, as a country, a lot of times we don't live around our loved ones. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we have this problem that's getting bigger uh, from the standpoint of just helping people. A lot of families are having to struggle with it. And so as, as we look at it, I believe there's no way supply keeps up with demand. Right. So there's lots of companies that play in this space. So mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about one you love. Right. Sure. One you love is in an industry where, again, there's lots of demand, as we've talked about. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of franchises that play in the space. But as, as you develop one you love, what makes it special or, or separates it from the other companies that play in the space? Sure. And that's, and that's a great point, Pete, because I knew I was the new player. When I started and I was approved to start going out there franchising, I knew I needed to have a differentiator because why is someone going to want to deal with David from One You Love Home Care as a new guy when, you know, there's many other companies that are out there that have five, six hundred thousands locations, right? Um, but, you know, in this business, especially in my territory, there's over 35 competitors that I deal with every day and there's enough business going for everyone. Um, but, you you know, really, what do we do? We would go in there and say, hey, you know, I'm David from One You Love Home Care. Uh, I got the best caregivers. Please use me. 
And you would be Pete from Pete's Home Care saying, hey, you know, I got the best caregivers, use me. Sure. But it wasn't a differentiator. Um, I developed, or what we did is we developed uh, our own technology, which is known as One You Love Mobile, which is our own proprietary technology dealing with seniors that not only that are aging, but also ones that have dementia and Alzheimer's. And my main reason why I did this is because I was the primary caregiver for my father-in-law who suffered from deterioration of the brain. And what that was, was he had dementia, Alzheimer's, and Parkinson all in one. And, um, you know, I I noticed, you know, my whole thing is I knew I couldn't come up with, you know, uh, uh, a a cause or something that was going to help him, uh, you know, to cure his illness. But I wanted to give him a better quality of life during that time um, because it would be easy for me to let him sit in the corner and deteriorate and that's it. But no, he became my best friend over these two year period from 2014 to 2016 where I took him and I used to do different things with him that used to help him to kind of bring him out of that fog that he was in, where he would talk with me intelligently, would conversate and different things. And that's where we came with One You Love Mobile, which is our proprietary technology, which is as the backing of a physician, as well as Dan Katz, who's our uh, internet consultant. And we developed this and we're taking this next to the le- uh, to the next level. So is that that mobile technology is it's to help with cognitive skills? So kind of exercises correct. you do? Okay. Yes, that is correct. Okay. And, it, and this platform is it, is it on a how, how do you use it uh, is it like on a tablet or or how, how do you, how do you kind of bring this to your your customers that is correct so what we do and, and I learned a lot from not only when my grandmother had the care in the home because like I told you that caregiver she would just basically come in sit my grandmother in front of a TV and sit there all day and when I talked to my grandmother I say hey grandma what did the caregiver do with you today She just said, we watched this crazy show and I didn't get anything. I didn't know what was done. Only thing I knew was I got a bill once a week that I had to pay for. That was it. So Mm -hmm. what we do and what uh, Apple allows us to do is we take Apple's iPads and we are able to wipe them completely clean and we make them specifically for one you love home care. So when we get a client, we put an iPad into our home. Now we put our own home care software that we use in there. So that this way allows the caregivers to log in and log out and gives them the care plans. But also we have our one you love mobile. And what this is, is this is activities that we do with the clients throughout the day. And the nice thing about this is there is when we do all these activities with them, it is being logged into our back end office where we provide a report every Saturday goes out to all the family members um, of this client. So they can see what's being done with their mother or their father. They can see how these activities are benefiting with them, how they're scoring. Um, And then during that, what we do is we're able to do it on the fly. Whereas if we see a patient who's struggling with these activities, we can actually make the device uh, be a little bit easier for them because when you're dealing with patients that have dementia and Alzheimer's, you don't want them to get agitated or aggravated in any way. So we are able to pick this up through our proprietary technology that we developed in order to do this. And this is okay. a nice thing. And it's basically, it keeps all of our clients in tune with what's going on with mom or dad. Okay. So you developed a partnership with Apple. You have this iPad and this iPad, do you leave it in the customers? Do you leave it in my mom's home? It stays in your mom's home right on okay. the kitchen counter. So this okay. way, the caregiver yeah. comes in, they use that, and they log in. Okay. And they so they out. so they log in, and my understanding is that when they log in, that starts kind of the billing for you know how much they're going to charge. Right, mm-hmm. it starts the billing for the provider uh, from that standpoint. There, stuff, and then 
tell me a little bit about, cause I think I believe there is what they call the family room, right? So that I can literally correct. go in and when the caregiver is at my mom's house, I can look in there and it's telling me exactly what that caregiver is doing and, and how it's going. Is that right? That is, that is correct. Yes. That's through our mobile app that we have through our home care software that we're using and allows them when they log in, let's say, for example, my caregiver, Valerie has to wash Miss Smith today, right? Valerie's going to check off, you know, I didn't watch Miss Smith and she'll make a note, you know, she was feeling a little under the weather. Well, yeah. the kids who live in Florida, but mom lives in New Jersey, they go into our family room or family portal, as we call it, they can see what's being done and say, hey, look, mom, mom didn't get washed today. So what does she do? First, she's going to call up the mother and say, mom, I understand you didn't feel good. What's going on? But yep. also she can leave a note for Valerie when she comes in tomorrow and says, hey, Valerie, when you're going to get in, please make sure you wash mom if she's feeling better because my brother's going to pick her up and maybe take her out to lunch today or something. Yeah, sure. It's that constant communication. And that's what I want to hold accountability. So communications and transparency, right? So you know exactly what they're doing. And then I love the weekend report, right? How, how the week went. So that, that separates you from, from others. And certainly the cognitive exercises is part of your, your software, uh, your app. Uh, That's, that's great. You know, one of the things I, I always like to find out is that, you know, from your standpoint, uh, let's let's now you, you've developed this. So how many franchisees do you have now uh, either opened or under development? So we have 20 franchisees with 30 locations out there. That oh, that's awesome. Congratulations yeah. on your success. Thank and, you, you know, as, as you start thinking about franchisees and you're bringing on new franchisees, what are you looking for in a franchise? partner, a franchisee. Yeah, I, I want to have, I'm looking for somebody who's going to be involved. And, you know, I was always brought up anything worth having is going to take hard work, right? So I busted my butt, you know, to get to the point to where I am today. And that's what I think. So I'm looking for somebody that just has that passion. Um, you know, I, I don't want them to do things for the money. You know, I was always taught by my father, you know, he said, the best gift I'm ever going to give you is an education. It's up to you to do something with it. Right. And he also said, you know, find something you're passionate about. And just do it because you enjoy it. If you find that path, you're also going to be successful and the money will follow for you. So that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for some owners that are going to be involved in the business where they want to get involved. In, and because it's, it's the whole thing, too. You know, when the owner's not there, you know, everybody's going to play. The caregiver, you know, the, the, the workers aren't going to do what they're supposed to be doing. You know, so that's what that's kind of the avenue and the, what I'm looking for in a franchisee um, to come on board and do. Yeah. So it's somebody that one wants to make a difference, make an impact. Correct. Right. And number two, wants to be engaged in the process of of helping these families mm-hmm. and, and helping these these wonderful people. I, that makes sense. Uh, makes good. You know, you're a seasoned business person. You, you, you've built businesses and stuff like that. So. So, you know, when we think about somebody becoming an entrepreneur, what characteristics would be important for somebody to have to become a business owner? You know, it's, you know, we go through a whole training and onboarding process with them. And, you know, we're not, you know, we have people that have some sales experience, have healthcare backgrounds, or we have a lot of individuals that are coming from the corporate world that basically it's time for them to leave, you know, and they basically want to come out there and and control their destiny. Uh, destiny. So for me, it's not somebody that has to have these types of background. It could be the average Joe um, that's out there, but we will go through that whole onboarding process and train them to do it. You know, and that's also one of the things that I do. I I believe it being very hands-on. I was always hands-on with any business that I had. And even from the franchise side, it's very easy for me to have my employees and manage all these individuals. 
but I actually am on part of the onboarding process. I do the sales and marketing piece with them. And I have calls with my franchisees on a weekly basis that we go through and I let them know what's going on. Um, you know, because to me, failure for me is not an option. I want to see everybody succeed and be as profitable as they possibly can. And it's only going to be great for the brand. So that's what I bring to the table here, especially as far as that I'm, I'm, I'm involved in every step of the way. I'm not that, you know, it's basically easy for me to sit behind a desk. Let's put it that way. But yeah. yeah. So it's, it's people that want to learn that are going to follow a process and what you provide is the process, but more importantly is the support behind it. So that, that's exactly you know, it. yeah. Oh, that, and, that's, and that's great. what's nice, especially with our model. Listen, I made the mistakes, you know, <laughs> and I know what it is. And, you know, like I had one of my first franchisees that came on board. He said, you know, what was the biggest mistake you made in this business? The biggest mistake is when I started doing sales, you know, the first six months I was going on the wrong people. So that's why, you know, you want to have somebody that has the knowledge that can help and guide you because we made the mistakes. You're not going to make those mistakes. And that's what we do here. Yeah, no, that's great. All right. What's the best advice somebody's ever given you? Best piece of advice? You know, I'm going to go back to what I just said about my father. You know, it was the same exact thing as, you know, the best gift I'm going to give you is an education. You know, I have three boys. I'm a 16, a 19, and a 22-year-old. <laughs> and, and I tell them the same thing. You know, they're all in private school. Um, and, you know, they look at me and say, why would you do this? And I says, you're going to look at, you're going to look back and you're going to thank me. I said, because I didn't understand why my father was doing what he did. But now when I look back at it, I know why he did it. I said, so the best gift here is an education. You guys run with it, but also do something that you want to do. Don't do it just because the money's there. Uh, yeah. Do it because you're passionate about it. And that's how you're going to be successful. Well, I hope you're right on that education because I'm putting four kids through college and <laughs> it's, you know, like uh, it's just it's a very expensive proposition. But I, I agree with you 100 percent. All right. I always like to get uh, or find new books. So here's my question. What is your favorite book? My favorite book, uh, I'm going to say it's The Millionaire Next Door. Okay. It's one of my favorite books. And the reason why is it's the gentleman who had a simple life. Okay. And to me, I believe in a simple life. I have a bachelor's in accounting. I'm very anal about expenses to begin with. And that's why I'm able to do the type of numbers that I do because of that. And I think if when you keep things simple, there you go. You know, with the, today's world, you know, it's it's just crazy. These cell phones and everything else that these kids have. You know, I try to keep things simple for my kids as well. And I think the millionaire millionaire next door was it was that that was the best book that I ever read. Yeah, um, I, I, it's an exceptional book, and I and I liked it. It's just kind of living a normal life, right? You don't have to be extravagant and stuff like that. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, David, congratulations on creating an exceptional business, a franchise opportunity for many people that want to make an impact in the world, want to help all these wonderful families and these individuals that just need a little extra help. And I love what you've done with technology to, to make it transparent and, you know, basically that communication. So, so congratulations and thank you for joining us today. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me as well. All right. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the Hire Yourself podcast. For more resources, check out our website at hireyourself.com. And remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive each episode. Please leave us a rating and we'd love to hear your feedback or suggestions for topics.